I need my hour of zen. Or I just literally recently a week ago got into gardening. I need my zen. So, you know, we have to find those things that are gonna relax us. For some people, we choose to self-medicate. Not always the best. Right. It works for some people. You know, if you're angry and you need to smoke weed, it might work for you. I mean, some people might overreact. Some use harder drugs, some use liquor, but I say find a positive way to get that negative energy out, depression, depression, because I enjoy it. I can't, I can't go a day without picking up. Probably care about 600. You know, if I get mad while I'm in Walmart, I'm finna open up a pack of piece of paper like I did last week in Walmart. I need a piece of paper because I'm finna break a fucking shelf in this store. It's finna be on this fucking, you know, bricks and mortar. So I go to, you know, I'm at Walmart and I will open a piece of packet of paper at that moment. So you gotta find that 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 moment that's good for you, that that ice. So get that out the way. Fucking, you know, it's a process to start. Yeah. Do you have a, 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 a play? Oh, okay, here. Well, I was gonna say going back to like the whole knowing your emotion stuff since y'all kind of broke it down. Um, I do know like, you know, when I get mad, I'm either gonna shut down or I'm gonna lash out and I'm gonna curse you out. Ask your question before you go on. Which one out of those three do you like? Oh, I know what she likes, but I'm not gonna say it though. I feel like I know because <laughs> not judging, but she is frozen. Um, <laughs> I say myself like when I feel sad or I feel overwhelmed because I just don't, I don't be feeling like being bothered with people, so I just won't talk to nobody. Um, so you say shutting out is your best? You say shutting out? I don't think she had the question because it froze. Okay, so ask the oh, question. Man. Did it freeze again? Oh, no, no. I said out of the three choices that you said, you said lashing out, mm-hmm. cursing someone out, and was it separating from the situation or something like that as well? Um. So I mean, either you know, like gonna lash out, I'm gonna curse you out, or I'm just gonna like shut down and not want to talk or not not want to be bothered with people. So, okay, so of those three, which one helps you? You know. No. What is your favorite? <laughs> I know which one helps you out in my opinion. <laughs> which is it? It's lashing I'm out. I'm not how I like how you. Okay, the Lord is working on me. I don't curse people out again. Okay. My ex, he used to get it. <laughs> he used to get cut out all the time. But anyway. I knew what it was. I, I, she would have cut <laughs> I, I know. I do. You know, I, I have gotten better since, since yeah. I turned 24. You know what? I'm a quick cut. I was like, you know what? I'm a quick cursing people out at 24. And I haven't. I, I, I have actually kept a cool head. I've been very rational because you know, me and my ex, you know, I used to cuss him out. I have not cussed him out all year long. That's progress. <laughs> We five months in, y'all. That's progress. Exactly. 2019, he got cussed out New Year's Day. Let's just okay. But anyway, um, but probably just like removing myself and not being bothered with people because it gives me time to like think and actually like process my emotions 
without somebody, I guess, because it makes me feel like somebody's like breathing down my neck, like, well, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Like, yes. and I, I'm the type of person, if, if I don't want to talk about it right then, I'm not going to talk about it because I know I'm going to get overly emotional and it's not going to, I'm not going to be able to articulate myself well. It's not going to be able to come out well and different things like that. So I'm the type of person I have to process my emotions in order for me to not lash out. Mm-hmm. So when I don't have a chance to like actually process how I'm feeling, you that's when you're going to get cussed out. Oh. Yeah, that's when you're going to get cussed out and it's going to be yeah. like, can you just leave? You, you know, black out. That's, I'm telling you, that's when you black out. Yeah. So I definitely have to kind of shut down and not be bothered. And then I also like, when I have a lot on my mind, I love to go for a drive. I don't know. That's probably the worst time for me to go for a drive because I be having a lot on my mind and I don't be paying attention to the road. But the Lord keeps me, okay? But that's like the best. I swear. I don't know. If I just like go driving around like, and I and I, and I I don't necessarily pick a destination because I already know I'm not going to stay there long. I just drive. Like, like I did that the other day. I just drove through the city like, drove by the airport, went through like Tarrant, took the long way home just to kind of clear my head. Yeah. So, yeah. I love a good drive to clear my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't recommend it, you know, if you're not a very good driver. <clears throat> because, you know, you might interact. But, you know, that's just me, though. Shelf, how do you? Because that was a good, that was a good question. What about you, Shelf? Um, I do a lot of different things. I journal, uh, so similar to Erica and Malik. Um, let's see what else I do. I've gotten into plant or into um, I guess you could say gardening. I have a bunch of plants, um, so I enjoy going outside, um, going for a walk, hiking. Um, I do like driving, taking drives, um, especially if I'm in the city. I love just seeing the city lights. So just driving downtown somewhere and and everything. I love listening to music. That's very therapeutic for me. Um, so play some like R and B and just chill some slow vibe type music. Chris my- Brown. Chris Brown. Okay, oh, that's my little daddy. That's my little daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I love music. Now I eco when I got a lot on my mind. Yeah. 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 She's so good. It's his, it's my stepdaughter's birthday too today, y'all. Oh, look. Hmm. Like my best writing. I wrote this book angry. I couldn't touch this book. I couldn't. I couldn't produce this product for you guys. I wasn't like when I'm angry. My best product is frustrated. Anyway, besides music holding me down, I would rather be so pissed off, like fresh out of an argument. Gotta go pick up. That's my best. So what do you what do you listen to though when you get upset? If I'm real mad, like almost blackout is gonna be NBA young. Um, if I'm real mad and I kind of want to calm down, it's gonna be Summer Walker, Janae, or Chris Brown, or 
Drake or like a T Pain type vibe, or I could do a Luther Vandross. And I'm Luther. But I try to. Music is definitely my second. But I like R and B more than rap music. I do. Yeah. Jazz <laughs> and those old vibes make me feel better. Most of the time, I'd rather feel better. But if I really want to go on the drive, I gotta play NBA in the car. Really? Hmm. Boy is a demon, and he brings it out in everybody. That's why I listen to. I probably don't say half the shit. So that was my thing is I can't stand nothing you said. Or I was just like, what is that wasn't. Like, that, wasn't I, I, that wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't NBA young boy. It was a tweet. No, it was. It was little baby. Somebody was like, little baby, so ugly. I just want to hit his ass with a newspaper. Oh my god, I was weak off that, and I. I don't know, NBA Youngboy and Lil Baby kind of look the same to me. So I would want to hit NBA Youngboy with a newspaper too, because I don't think he's cute, but <laughs> that's just me. What does it have to okay, I was just <laughs> saying, I just thought about that, and I get them confused sometimes. <laughs> that was like, and I was so like, wait, is there certain artists you listen to? Girl, I'm not going to play with you. Shelby, is there certain artists you might listen to? Um, So I listen to a lot of old school. I don't really... Um, I mean, I listen to rap and all that, but I my go-to is um, Erica Badu. Um, let's see, I listen to a lot of Tupac Biggie. So I really like in an old school type way. It's better. It's so much better. Like, yeah. music now. Like, my opinion, music now. I'm a listener. R&B. In a second. R&B. It won't twice. It won't twice. Yeah, I've seen it like sad. I'm a. I might be sad. And I might cut on some music that's real sad to make myself sad. Yeah, uh-huh. it was a twist. all women do that though. Why do y'all do that? I'm gonna say that when you go through a breakup, like I don't know why. Like as you sing, yeah. But do y'all really gotta play Alicia Keys to make the pain ten times worse though? So like, I don't know. I, had a, feel better. I don't know. It's like a release thing. It's like you feel more pain, but you end up feeling a lot better. I don't know how to explain it, but like. When I was it's going, like, girl, I it's like, that, like girl, you tell, saying what I want to say. Yeah. You, you, you saying what I want to say through you, like, girl, yes. Like, yeah. Just set it to the music. So like, it, makes you, so like, it, it, it makes you more emotional, I guess, like, while you listening to it. But after the fact, like, I do feel 10 times better. I don't what's know. The, what's yeah. the end game? What is the... Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea, but... <laughs> there is none. It, for, for me, it, none. Makes me, it, it makes me... It makes me... <laughs> it can be, I feel better. Yeah, I feel better once you cry it out. Like sometimes yeah. you don't cry it out. Sometimes because some, I don't know. Sometimes you can feel pain and you be wanting to cry, but it's like you just you. Or sometimes you don't know how to express it. And yeah, you yeah, in a song can definitely you know what I'm saying can like give you a feeling for well, yes, right. yeah. girl. That's that's what he did. He ain't shit. Like yeah, sometimes I be, be wanting to cry about stuff and I just I can't. But if I put on a certain song or listen to a certain song, it'll like it'll Bring help it. his flow and like release that. So there's two different sides of that story. So one, you want to get emotional, but then you have the emotional woman that just went through a breakup and listens to Meg Stallion and want to go break his heart, put it on flats. So I mean, it just depends on what kind of mood you're in. <laughs> First off, it stages a breakup. Okay, it stages a breakup. The first stage, I'm gonna be listening to Mary J. Blige. The second stage, second stage, 
Give us some Janae, I'm back on my bullshit. Okay, give us some right. Janae. <laughs> well, because sometimes Janae will have you sad, and then sometimes Janae will be like, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, girl, step your step, so you step up, to, girl. So kind of phase one is like Mary J. Blige, a little bit of Janae. Then you listen to Janae when she on her bullshit. And then after Janae, that's when you like listen to the City Girls and Meg the Stadium because you got to be like, you know what? Fuck that nigga. I am that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to remind yourself who you is. <laughs> and that's why you have to, that's why you have to start this. That's why you gotta listen to like the city girls and maybe stallion and then you know after that you'll be good. But see, men are different because I feel like the, their stages of a breakup is like so different than women. They don't be sad, they don't get sad until they see you doing better. Not true. That's, what? I have never met a man that did not feel that way. <laughs> um my ex literally told me he was like, after we broke up, he was like, You was you was out here glowing a little too much. I was like, what? What do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> he was like, you was looking a little too happy, so I had to pop back up. <laughs> I don't know, but most men that I know. Okay. They just <laughs> they be like, they didn't get sad about their girlfriends. This time, this time they saw them doing better than them. So I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all a bit toxic. Everybody got I I'll break up with you, yell at you, and tell you to get out of my face, but I guarantee you in like 10 minutes, I'm going to be ready to cuddle, and I'm sorry. It be a little <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's okay, though. Because you, you, had, you, had, you, had, you had the flex, and you flex, and you're a little self-bound, and you know what I'm saying? And you get it, too. Okay, babe, come here. I'm fine. Definitely. Okay. Me and my girlfriend argued today, and I'm saying this only because she's in the other room mad at me right now. Once this is done, I'm going to roll up, I'm going to cook her dinner, I'm going to sweet her up. Oh, must be nice. Must be nice, Chad. But no, sometimes, like, that could be the best time after arguing. You're like, I can't say bad things. Come on. Like, you, you can't. Sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. I like those relationships because those type of relationships, they, you know, you're not getting so mad all the time to the point where it's, bitch, fuck you, nigga, get out of my face, or house gets damaged or shit like that. But if you can literally snap back away like that, I commend you. It's hard for me, definitely. Yeah, because you have to, like you said, you have to break yourself back down. And you have to, like, really, like, it wasn't really the one like, it's just giving it to you for how he feels or, like, it wasn't, like, I have to think about it. I try to look for it. I have to be out of my head and think of the other person. Right. Because I can think about myself, but I'm just not a selfish person. So it's hard for me just to think about, no, I was wrong. I mean, no, he was really wrong. It was all me. I put more pressure on myself. No, which I was because I'm thinking like, what, what did I do? Like, what did I say? Was like, well, how I said it? Like, yeah, that's what I said. Just let me like tell him. Like, I'm with Erica. Like, when I'm pissed, just let me let me be. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me think about it. Cause you might say something hurt me, or I'm sensitive, so I might say I might say something you said in a fit, and it's not how you meant to. I had to like before I lash out on you, know, so let me think about it. Bring it down and just calm down and think about it, but 
invite and you pressure me and you like, no, don't talk about it now. I think most people should understand like the general first two to three, maybe five minutes, pressure off an argument, give me my space. You should know these things like I'm going to explode if I don't get my space. You want to continue to, you know, not move around or then you're going to get, you're going to get what you need. Other than that, that's how I taught people around me. And my mental illness was nothing to play with. So, like, when I say I get mad or used to get mad at everything, it was because not one, you know, it didn't insult me, but I've been through it traumatically and I'm not ready to tell you and you don't know it yet. So, I'm telling you in an aggressive way, that's my problem. Oh, different ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we go. Oh, this okay. Chips. Um, is there anything you want to add to that? Um, no, y'all. That was a lot said. Holy <laughs> shit! I agree with honestly, though, that I agree with though. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take up too much of y'all's time, but I really first off appreciate y'all What's for doing this. Uh, y'all will be back on again, you know, if you want to. It's not a problem. We'd love to have you guys back. Um, before you go, please uh, tell me your social medias and what you want people to follow, what you don't want them to follow. Um, and please to tell them where to get your books and anything. So I'll let Shell go first of uh, what you want to people to know. Okay, well, um, y'all can go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Google My Speed. Um, if you want to participate or look at different examples of the Athlete Stand Up Challenge, feel free to check out any social media platform by looking up the hashtag Athlete Stand Up. Is your IG what it would add to Google? My speed, Google my speed. It sounds so cocky. <laughs> 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 I'm not. <laughs> Just honest. <laughs> um, I don't. I really I'm usually on Facebook. That's a regular movie Pale's page, or you can at me at Yesy Right. Um, actually, all my social media um, are at Yesy Right. Be at Yesy Right. At Yesy Right. That's Y E S H W R I. My website, you can order signed copies from my website if you are interested in the book for 25 or you can go to Amazon for 20 because you just don't get off. Trust me, definitely, definitely gonna cop that book for sure now. Like, but, um, again, Erica, do you guys have to say, Shorty? Um, no, I just want to thank y'all for coming on and, you know, talking about mental health and being a part of me and Charlie Red's craziness. <laughs> oh, thank you guys for having me. No, really good. We'll, we'll definitely reach out for you guys to be back on, uh, for sure. Because this is, it's a broad topic. It's so broad. And we didn't even touch on like half the stuff that we could have touched on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's, it's too much to go into, but, um, I really do appreciate you guys. Again, make sure you guys follow them on all the social media platforms. 
is Shari Red of Black Women Diaries. And we can see you guys. So thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 We work <laughs> We're meeting for all. And I can't, your story is just so, it's, it's beautifully dark, I guess is the right way to say it. It's crazy because when I when I try to write, I can't write about the good side of mental health. I would leave that to the social workers and things like that, but I like the dark side of all of it. Can't give people facts, you can't, you know, send them to the internet, you can't send them to a therapist to understand what the hell is going on don't you paint a different side of what mental health really is and not just going to talk to therapists or not just you know venting no, it's included but there is something literally going on in your mind and it's like um a toxin and it's not just oh every day i'm going to be bipolar it pops up whenever it wants right, right. right now i'm losing myself and i just lash out and i don't know why um you have the schizophrenics that are literally dealing with those forces that aren't there, seeing things that aren't there. So it's, 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 I love it. I just, I need more. I think it shows a lot of strength though. So when yeah. you like, when, when you go, and that's the thing, I think that's the piece that people um, get scared to, kind of talk about or um, they don't understand when it comes to being vulnerable and sharing things that you go through and, and the feelings that it, that has lingered on and manifested um, itself through different um, symptoms of depression or anxiety or, or, you know, and so what people don't realize is there's so much strength for you to go through different things and even though it gets dark, you made it through, um, and and you're trying to put the pieces together, and that's what should be, you know, praised. That's what should be um, talked more about. I heard that. I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's like just keep hearing your story. Y'all knew you I would have been in here. We would have been nowhere where you're going to talk to me the way that you want to in any type of work. First off. And like I said, <clears throat> 26 year old Jasmine is different from the 10 year old Jasmine. 10 year old Jasmine would have been probably quiet. But at the same time, I didn't grow up in the anger that you did. Like, it was some stuff, like I said, but I don't think. Let me not say, let me not downplay it, but nothing has, in my opinion, equivalent to probably what you are usually do. Eric, what are you doing? Okay. Eric, <laughs> my computer had went out and I had to get back on my phone and child. You throw me out. But it's it's just, <laughs> your, your story truly is like I was but a lot of us have stories, though. A lot of us have such deep, 
um, unique stories. And I think the reason why we all go through different things, whether as extreme as the next person or as minimal as the next person is to build who we are supposed to be, you know, how strong we are supposed to be to get through um, or to um, have the job that that is destined for us or um, whatever the case may be, we all go through different things to shape who we're supposed to be. And so um, I think it's, it's a very, you're very strong. Very. Hmm. But it's a unique story. It's a hell of a story. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just, this is just wild. But, like, Shelby, so what have you seen? I know in, in social work, my best friend is in social work as well. What have you seen with different mental health? And I'm sure you probably deal with people with different types of backgrounds, type of different mental backgrounds, breakdowns, all that. And it's, it plus, I don't understand people don't think like it's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. Because you even started a challenge, right, recently? Yeah, so talk about your challenge too. Oh, yeah, so I'm very passionate, one, about mental health because not only have I been through different things and I have my own story, but so do other people. Um, and it's important to just talk about those things and make sure people feel heard and, and, mm-hmm. Um, not left out and feel that they don't have to um, isolate themselves to deal with something because that just makes it worse. And so since I work with athletes and again, I'm passionate about mental health, I've started a challenge called the Athlete Stand Up Challenge. And it basically raises awareness to mental health during this pandemic and encourages people to post a video Um, just sharing what they've been doing during quarantine. So if you have been um, going outside, getting a little walk-in, if you you got a dog and you've been taking your dog out or um, playing a game of spades with your family, just put in a video and encourage somebody else on ways that they can stay uplifted and encouraged during this pandemic because social distancing, even though, you know, um, we have to keep our distance we shouldn't socially keep our distance. You know, we, sh- we shouldn't, um, just because we have to practice social distancing doesn't mean you can't still connect with people and still um, communicate what's going on with thoughts you're having um, being cooped up in the house, you know? And so um, that's what the challenge is. And yeah. I don't need to do that. Yeah. Right. Look at it. Um... Because I, I saw you post about that was just for athletes. It's, uh-huh. it's not just for athletes. And I know it's, it sounds like it's just for athletes, but honestly, it's just for anybody who's struggling to um, overcome the challenges of the pandemic. And it, it kind of, um, the reason why I worded it the way I did, because I wanted to focus on anyone, everyone tapping into their internet athlete of working together as a team to support one another. Um, because when you think of an athlete, you automatically think of different skills that is obvious um, as far as like being resilient. Um, they practice all day, every day. Um, they oh, they go through different um, trials and tribulations to still come out on top. And so what the challenge encourages you to do is to tap into that 
resiliency remember that you even though you may be a fan you may not even like sports you um you deserve to feel as though you're not alone during this time yeah and i've watched a um a friend of mine who was an athlete who he had to go through a stage of depression he had a stroke at mm-hmm. 20 i'm 26. i want to say he might be he might have a stroke at 23 24. Mm-hmm. and it paralyzed like his whole side of his body like I watch him be a tall nigga, big and buff to like skinny. Cause he like European and everything. He like he lost a lot of that weight. And he told me like that. And I even listen to him talk sometimes. I personally feel like he still is battling through some depression issues and stuff like that with not being I'm assuming like playing what he wants. But I assume like you have a daughter like that. So you can't let go of that. You still have people who are with for you. I'm a phone call away. And I always have told that I've always been the friend that listens. I've always always been the mama friend too. Shelby, you know, Erica, you know. Like the mama and me will step out real quick. Mm-hmm. And I care. And I just I always care about anybody I try to contact with, uh, whatever negative or positive. I still don't want any negative from anybody. I don't want anybody to ever experience anything negative. Um but I've always been listening here, but sometimes I always feel like to like who's also been listening. But I do know that I do shut out myself. Like, I'm like, okay, it's not that serious, so I shouldn't talk about it. But I've also been listening. I definitely didn't count it. I'm asking my friends and stuff. I really think about it. I really didn't make it to it. Because it's a beautiful thing. It's not a negative thing. It's definitely beautiful. And if, if you don't believe, like, there's something you still don't believe in. Especially black folks. They don't believe in going talking about it. They don't believe in going to hell. They believe in, you know, keep your business in the house. Be on And ain't nobody else big who will stay in this house. You know, go in this house, stay in this house. Ain't nobody else big. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need to talk to somebody. And it's okay. Nothing wrong with it. But like I said, as I got older, I realized the value of it. As a kid, you feel like your voice wasn't heard. Just being real. Like, you, I didn't feel heard. For a child, you always know, I don't want to talk to you. But you're not going to stand. You're mm-hmm. not going to listen. You, are you going to really get fucked? Like, just being honest. Eric, he's about to say something on your computer. No, nah, my Wi Fi is it's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> oh, that is just so. Malik, is your book just more so on your your upbringing? Or? Um, yeah, it pretty much. I try to so worry the mental illness. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, it starts with I think you were taken from my uh, present that I do remember. I do you feel or something like that. But, um, it starts off there, and I feel like from there, I was able to really feel like rage was because being pulled away from your siblings, you know, being four or five, being on crime, being thrown into separate cars, and one way they're going away. I tried to paint that picture because I feel like that's what my first rage. I didn't know it, but I felt like. 
in my book, I, I name, I kind of give my mental health a physical appearance. I give him a name. Um, his name is Malia Modai. Um, whole book, I kind of, I'm being attacked by him. So there's three chapters that do like he speaks and that's where the, the illness speaks, the entity, the demon speaks. And in between each chapter, um, you have stories of, say, for example, domestic violence. Ends the first um, therapy. I have a therapy session that opens the book. So I try to, I try to not make it seem like I'm just complaining, <laughs> basically, but try to spread it out where it's like relevant to everything in the past three years in my life. That I figured highlights that I should be honest about. So it's not completely just about the upbringing. It's just to me where the mental health starts. Mm. So, yes, yeah. Oh, this is just, it's a first time. I'm very glad to have you guys on here. Because it's to be my perspective. Like, that's exactly why I need a meal and exactly why I want to be Because what we go through is not always the same. And then, especially when you of just a male being so tough, like, it's just having that ignorant stereotype and like not being able to talk. And with females, like, where are you going? A lady's supposed to be quiet, and not going to speak. That's bullshit. That's totally bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, now I, I, I have gotten to the point, um, I do say what's on my mind. And if you ask me about something, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. If you like it, you like it, you don't smoke. Um, I'm just getting, I know the older I get, it's just, it's gotten worse. I feel somewhere I'm like, man, I was like, damn, girl, you didn't say it. You gotta, like, question yourself, but, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, my friend still loves me. I think, <laughs> I think there's a, um, when it comes to, like, the men that don't like talk or, you know, vent or go to therapy, their go-to would be, and this is what I've discovered, my research, that women are that step one, most men. Mm-hmm. Only because, you know, relationships and whatever the hell. Like, I hated talking, but like, when I was younger, but I, I'll go and piss my fiance off. Like, I need you for like two hours. Just hear me talk. You ain't even gotta say shit. Just talk to you real quick. Like, if my daughter's mom pissed me off, she gonna hear me. Like, I enjoy it, and you know, when you have that consistent fear, it's just like waking up in the morning. You know, sometimes, you know, I'll be in the living room and she'll see me deep writing. Like, I can't, you know, don't interrupt me type of thing, but she knows I'm pressured. Just sit by me. I roll up a little blunt or something like that, make a little tear coffee. So it's like, she gets it. But when you have somebody that gets it, like, uh, I just like, that everyone in my corner in the past year are literally women. I shook my best friend out of 15 years who was a boy who didn't understand me at all. So my new atmosphere is black women and I'm satisfied, you know, by it. My fiance is Puerto Rican, but the the, the love that y'all can give a man allow us once events is like like I said it's once. Oh, 
if we can be comfortable enough to at least start an interaction or vent to you guys, anything else beyond that should be. So, you know, you have that friend that you were just you know, talking about. Don't be a mom. Be more consistent with him. Like, um, partner. Let's say a uh, relationship partner. I know, I'm sorry, I should have But you have to, you know, nowadays you really have to talk to a black man as if he's just a big ass fucking teddy bear. Whether he wants you to act that way or not, give him a fucking hug. Yeah, y'all are babies. Yeah. Most definitely, but it's like I said, it's men won't tell you, we will not tell you, but if you come in the room while we playing the PlayStation, we fucking like that shit. We love our girl in the room while we playing games for one that's like it's a compliment. So when we sit here and act, oh I'm too tough, babe. I don't want you around me all the time and he lied. Stop fucking lying, because you love that shit. (laughs) Exactly. So you gotta be able to Who's your girl? Okay. And I'm, you know. True about that PlayStation stuff. And they want you to, they want you to play with them. No okay, let me. But how? Oh, I like, didn't, I didn't like play him. with him. But he was playing the game, and he was laying on me while he was playing the game. So he was it's real comfortable. That's what I'm saying. I was about to say, I was like, do you like me to play? But now, nah, if you playing this Call of Duty crap, I don't get that. But play some Sonic. Like 2K or something like that. Some crash. You give me some. Two K. Two K. He plays Two K. He was losing. He's like. You need a classic. <laughs> Baby, let's play Spyro. Let's play Crash Bandicoot. Let's play uh, Super Mario. Like, give me that. And I was happy when he lost in that 2K game. Because I was like, finally, you can pay some attention to me. <laughs> no, no, no. When he loses, leave the room. Because he's going to throw a PlayStation controller. He's going to... It's bad. It's nah, bad. he ain't losing real comfort. bad. It was like okay. by a couple points. He, he, he's all right. <laughs> No, that, but that, that's true. Like I said, but I've always been a, well, I'm a Gemini, so I can hang with boys and I can hang with the girls. I've always been like that. That's always been me. Like, and I feel like Shelby had that same vibe too. Like, for real, we stayed together. Like, we were the same in that aspect. We weren't too real, real. We just switch all and switch off. So, <laughs> that, that was it. Like, I can talk to you all day. And like I said, Niggas a vibe to be quick. I'm like, okay, okay, well, I ain't looking at you like that. But see, I'm just trying to be a friend. Like, it, it is what it is. It's just, I'm just a dope bitch. You myself to credit. But you had to, like, you had to give yourself a peace talk, though. Like, you really have to, like, give yourself a call. Like, girl, you good today. You fine. Or, like, man, my black brother got down. He look good. What is it? Now, you have to be very chill with the person. You have to love yourself first. And if you don't, if you always are not happy with yourself, you're never going to be able to accept you. And you're not going to be able to accept anybody else coming into your life trying to be there for you. I have a question. Um, I ask everybody that reads my book, you are not in tune with all of your emotions, but you really know yourself. No. I know. I feel like if you're. I feel like you're not in tune with all of your emotions. Are you? No, I take that back. I don't know. Because. In what way? Yeah. Go go, go deeper into that. Or re-explain it. Right. Yeah. For example, Black men, we don't like to talk about our emotions. It's when I say emotions, sad, 
sometimes angry, whatever the fuck. Does he know itself? Do I know, you know, the person I want to be, whether it's today or tomorrow, you know, not being in tune, you know, like, for example, also, you're in a relationship, you get into it with this guy or this woman, whatever you like, how do you get to know that person? Hmm. Yeah, you let y'all go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, that's deep. So if you don't know how a man acts when he, let's say, for example, gets angry, you don't know that he likes to punch balls and shit like that, or likes to drive off for a few hours, he needs a space. If you don't know those things, he might not know those things. Do you know? Pay attention. Mm. That. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's I, I always tell guys, like, and I make a stage now when I'm dating. Meaning, you ain't the only person. And I tell them, I was like, I want to get to know your good, your bad, your bad. I need to know. All of you. Yeah. Need all of you. And I need to realize, am I really going to put up with it? Is this really something I really want to put up with? That, that's another thing. Like, like you said, how you really get angry? You shut off. You get mm-hmm. a sick. You have to go sick with it. Mm. All those things are important. They're very important. Like, those are things I wish mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew a couple years ago. Because, like you said, I'm going to be 26 now. Well, I am 26 too. I'm going to be 26 now, but people are not really still trying to figure themselves out or really understand themselves either. So, I'm still learning myself. You got to think, so even when you get married, person you married is going to change in five, two years. They're not going to be so that everybody's still growing. So, are you really going to understand? Okay, you know, he might have dealt with it this way, but my, now he deals with it this way. Mm-hmm. You have to study your man. They have to study you too. They have to understand you. They understand why do you ask those questions? Because I just like somebody that I was talking to recently, like, yeah, just kind of like, it all. But he said, there's some things about you that I noticed, and I do get defensive. You know, he gets very defensive. And I told him why, though, but I explained him why I do that. He asked me, and I explained, Are you, are you ready? If you're going to ask people these questions and really dive deep, are you really truly ready for the answers? Or are you really ready to deal with it? That is the main thing. Like, I'm going to deal with this the rest of my life. Is it gonna change? It's gonna get worse. Is, is, it, is it more to it that I don't know? Like why is it? There's reasons behind everything. So sometimes you have to go as deep as even trying to figure out the mom on your daddy sometimes. Right. So right. Depends on how much effort you choose to put in, but I get what you're saying. Hmm. I I was like, what you like to do? Really, like, I should always know this. Like, no good. I'm still learning. It's gonna take a while. I'm still learning me. I wrote a book about figuring out how to acknowledge the mental health. I had a fucking mental breakdown last week. I wanted to commit suicide last week. Never gonna be just. No way. And I'm gonna put it in the back. It's just, it's, it's constant. You gotta know when, you know, how to deal with it. You know, you teach yourself how to deal with it. Like she or Erica it is, Erica, she likes to write. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can't write, if I can't have a pen or a piece of paper around me, I need my head, my head. Mm-hmm. 